It's the Prep Rally Podcast, the only podcast in the state dedicated to prep sports. Brought to you by the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Here's your host, Chip Souza. All right, all right. What a beautiful spring day. This is the Prep Rally Podcast. I'm Chip Souza, and I'm joined today by Leland Barclay down in Fort Smith. And we're going to talk a little spring prep sports today. So, Leland, you uh, you saw a really good game uh, yesterday down in Greenwood. Greenwood hosted Alma in a big 5A West baseball game, a uh, doubleheader, actually, and you covered the first game. What a terrific game that was. You know, um, as as baseball fans, and I know you are, of course, having coached it and just love it and all that, the only thing better than a 2-1 to one game is a 1 to nothing game. True. That's true. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> and I know the – the the non-baseball people you know they laugh at that and they want you know 12 to 11 but man a 12 a two to one game especially on high in high school is just uh it's just fantastic and and like i said in the story um you know he he logan taylor pretty much shut down greenwood the first three innings uh you know getting them to fly out pop up uh weak ground balls greenwood opens the bottom of the fourth inning Bunt single, bunt single. They tie the game on a sac. Well, they they move the runners over on a soft grounder, tie the game up on a sacrifice fly. Then they win it in the fifth. That is beautiful baseball. Um, so and the, and the bunt is a, is a lost art nowadays. But but uh, what a terrific game that was, two to one. Uh, and Greenwood, uh, they did. Com- Leland completed the sweep, correct? Um, in the second game, that is game, correct. 10-0. Ten to nothing in the second game. In fact, uh, Brady Pettigrew came in and threw the final two innings of the first game. Uh, pitched through 24 pitches, 12, 12 pitches apiece in the sixth and the seventh. Wow! Hitless innings. Started the second game, needed only 55 pitches to uh, to get his six innings of work in then and complete the uh, doubleheader sweep with the 10 to nothing win. And that boy puts Greenwood in a really good position uh, to grab one of those top four seeds in the 5A West for the 5A <clears throat> State baseball tournament, which will be played uh, at Lake at uh, yeah what the Lake Hamilton Hot Springs Lake Hamilton uh, right? yeah Hot Springs Lake Lakeside Lakeside okay good deal um, so Greenwood gets the sweep there in baseball now moving to the six A West Rogers the defending uh, state champions in Class six A they have locked up the number one seed uh, in the six A West they got a sweep um, uh, to uh, to get that done they swept Springdale Harbor uh, the team that was closest to them in the standings uh, on Monday and completed it on. Tuesday with a seven to three win. Now Monday's game, Leland, was just like the one you saw last night over at Greenwood. It was a game that was not decided until late. Uh, it went to I believe eight innings, nine innings, something like that. Eight innings. Uh, Rogers got a bunt single by Cade Seldomridge to open the bottom of the eighth, and uh, and he moves around and scores, and uh, and Rogers wins by one run. And they complete the sweep yesterday, so they have locked down the number one seed in the West. Now hang on to your seat, and you better buckle them up tight because the two through whatever seed six is not probably going to be decided until after Tuesday night's games because it is a logjam in there. Uh, so Harbor losing the two games this week to to Rod, Harbor losing the two games to Rogers gives them four losses in the conference, and uh, boy, there's just a kind of a there's just kind of a little bit of a logjam there. Uh, I still think Harbor's in good shape to be that two seed, but but they've made it a whole lot more interesting. Yeah, like you said, uh, Rogers. You know, you talk about Rogers. They're twelve and zero. They've clinched the title. 
that's the only definite thing in the six day west at yes. this point. And, and you're right, Harbor, they do have a uh, two game cushion on the lost side over south side, which still has the game against Bentonville West today to complete. Correct. Uh, their, their two day home and away series. Correct. But yeah, after that, it is wide open and it's going to come down to, of course, that's a big game today. And of course, um, you know, next week, the Monday and Tuesday back-to-back days are going to be uh, just, I mean, it, that's what's going to decide everything. I told, uh, I think Henry Apple tweeted out the uh, 6A West Conference standings last <clears throat> night after last night's games, and it was like uh, below below uh, Harbor, which was, is now 8-4, and four, you got 5-7, five, 5-6, five, 4-8, four, eight, four, eight, whatever. I said, that looks like a seventh-grade basketball roster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. the one team – that kind of holds uh, its faith in its own hands right at this point is still Southside that can uh, that 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 looks good at this point today at 1:30 in the afternoon for that third seed, but boy they they have no margin of error. Right, right. Uh, and then a team that is coming on now they did have to give up a game. Um, uh, they had to forfeit a game against Southside, but. Uh, Rogers Heritage is a team that is coming on strong late in the season. And they can, uh, you know, they can finish, you know, at this point, I think probably seven and seven is going to be good enough to get a, a berth. Yeah, I think so too. I think so too. Um, and so uh, Heritage, they, yesterday, they beat Fayetteville 11 to one to complete that sweep, um, uh, a two game sweep in that one. So it's, you know, it's it, the, the six day West Leland is, is, it's, it's it's what we thought they were. Um, we we knew there was going to be it was good quality teams. Um, they have just absolutely hammered each other um, every Monday and Tuesday or Tuesday and Wednesday or whatever the the schedule that they've opted to play that week. It seems like it's in flux all the time. Uh, but uh, they have absolutely hammered each other. And Rogers is there. They kind of are the king of the hill. Um, and Harbor was climbing that hill, and then and then Rogers kicked them back down a little bit. So. Uh, uh, and it's uh, it's been that it's been that battle. And there's going to be two pretty good teams that are not going to make the the state tournament. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And you know, at this point, I think it's probably fair uh, to maybe go over the tie-breaking situation in baseball. You know, everybody's familiar with it in in football, and most people are familiar with it in basketball. But in baseball, it's the same thing. It's head to head. Right. That's number one. If the two teams split, then it is run differential in those two games. Correct. I think with a cap of five, Leland, is that right? Yes, that is right. And then the third tiebreaker is the five-run maximum tiebreaker uh, margin of victory. Right. Against in And, of course, you know, in three-way ties, and there's been some debate on the three-way ties too, if a team has an advantage over the other two, then they win that tie. Yeah, yeah. So it's and, – and, you know, at this point, you'd almost have to think that, that the tiebreaker – uh, and boy, especially that forfeit is yeah. going to loom big. It could. Uh, so next Tuesday, uh, the coaches will have to have their calculators, abacus, a slide rule, and a sundial, and then they can they'll get get all this uh, sorted out for the five A state tournament, which will start the following week, which will be played in Springdale. I'm sorry, six A state tournament, which will be played in Springdale. So moving to uh, so we've talked about talked about the five A West, talked about the six A West. Now the schools that are in four A and below. Uh, start their conference play this uh, this week. They're having their conference tournament today. Uh, starting today, yep. correct. And uh, of course, we're supposed to get weather coming in uh, Thursday and Friday, and maybe Saturday. 
So um, they're going to be uh, – that could play havoc as, uh, you know, we have seen uh, baseball and softball certainly be affected by weather. Uh, but hopefully they'll get those played, and then the regionals will be next week, and then everybody catches up uh, that follow, uh, following week for state tournaments um, in all classifications. Uh, so anyway, uh, that's what's going on there. I uh, want to mention in the 4A1 uh, on Friday – Farmington, this is Leland. This is a this is a game that kind of makes us baseball purists kind of cringe a little bit, but it's the way it goes sometimes. Farmington scored, I believe it was twelve or thirteen runs in the top in the in the bottom of the first inning against Harrison uh, Huntsville last Friday. Have a twelve or thirteen or nothing lead, and then gave that lead up entirely. <laughs> It's like my Red Sox seem to do these days. Anyway, uh, that's a different story. So, anyway, uh, Huntsville comes back, ties it up, but Farmington wins it, I think, 27-26, or it might have been 15-14, something like that. It was a high-scoring game anyway. And uh, so, anyway, Farmington did get the number one seed uh, in in that conference. So, uh, that's there. That's what's going on there. And then uh, on the girls' side in softball, Farmington was the number one seed in the 4A1, and that regional – I'm sorry, that, that district's going on as well. Um the regionals um, in the 4A will be in Moralton, and uh, but the regional that we're going to want want to see uh, Leland is uh, I'm wanting to see the regional 3A Region One, uh, which will be held at Greenland. Uh, they have all beautiful turfed fields, baseball and softball, both at Greenland. And I know the baseball is going to be really good. The softball is going to be epic good. It is going to be off the charts. The uh, the softball in this area is just, um, I mean, it's it's phenomenal yes. from the from the very top of the classifications uh, down to the bottom. It, but you're right, is. especially three A. It is um, in three A in that regional. You're going to have uh, Boonville uh, and Lexi Franklin, who is uh, she is about as good of a pitcher as you will see, and uh, then she will have uh, you'll have Mackenzie Freeman. Um, from Hackett, who has uh, a record, uh, state record this year of five perfect games, adds a six game as a no hitter, um, and so she's good. And I don't know that either one of those are as good as Brinkley uh, Morton at Lincoln, who not only does it with her pitching with well over 200 strikeouts, but also as a hitter with at last count and according to our uh, statistics in, in Monday's uh, Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. 14 home runs and just a tick under a 600 batting average. And Leland, that is in about 80 at bats. And I think, isn't she 15? Yeah, I don't know. She's not driving, I would imagine. She, she's yeah, still probably riding her bike to school. 15 year old yeah. freshman. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, probably still riding her bike to school. Uh, well, and you talked no, about now, Franklin limo and now. Freeman. She's, she's, yeah. uh, you know, the one time they met in the regular season, and it was about two months ago. Right. Hackett won one to nothing. Correct. No, Lincoln won one nothing. Well, I mean Hackett and Boonville. Yeah. Oh, Hackett and Boonville. Okay. Okay. Yep. It was a one to nothing game, oh, and gotcha. of course they are the top two seeds right. in the uh, in the district tournaments, so they could very well, um, you know, meet in that championship game. Yeah. On on Friday comma weather permitting yes yep so in that if you're a softball fan and you want to see some really good teams and 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 keep in mind we're talking about the star players for each of these teams but they are loaded from top of the order to the bottom of the order all all three of these teams um and valley springs also in the 3a1 is a really good team as well uh but uh but anyway you want to see really good softball at this level 
um, where, where you're seeing and what I like leading. These are girls that have bounced off the basketball court, uh, you know, just a couple of, you know, just a, not very long ago, just a few weeks ago, Rick, a few weeks ago, they were playing basketball. They've bounced and probably played volleyball before that. So these are multi-sport girls that are jumping from one sport to another and excelling at every level. But if you want to see high-level softball play, make it down to Greenland. They have a beautiful little city park over there in, in the middle of Greenland, right off the uh, you know exit there on the Greenland exit, and, and make your way down through a little residential area. They're going to be playing baseball on one field, softball on the other field. Uh, our boy Alan Barton, Ricky, will have his smoker going out there, and he'll be he'll be smoking and cooking all kinds of you know, meats and sausages and stuff like that. If you want to go to see and eat great food and see some great games, Ricky Fires, that is the place to go. It's going to be Greenland for that region. You know, when we talk about the quality of uh, uh, high school softball around here, it takes me back to 20 years ago when I'm sitting in an office in Fort Smith, and I get this guy calling me up. He's from California. Why? And he says, why are you people still playing slow pitch softball here. And I said, oh, I don't know. I hadn't thought of it. Well, you need to think of it. And the guy was Cameron Smith. Yep, yep. And he's the one, I'm sure Leland did some articles on him. And I said, well, okay, all right, I'm going to appease him. I'll do an article. And he says, what? He said, you're holding these kids back by making them play uh, softball like it's a, a men's uh, beer league or something. Yeah. He said, let's get with it. These kids can learn the game and they can do and you know it didn't take long for Arkansas to catch up right. and it's a quality game I I love I know you do you've been doing that this year I've done it for years I love the, uh, the girls softball it goes by real fast uh, they show their skills in the circle not the mound in the circle and at bat so uh, you're exactly right man a, a beautiful day out today and uh, I don't know about this weekend, but once these softball tournaments or all these tournaments start up, get out and watch these kids because they're quality athletes and a game is uh, Arkansas is catching up. Now, Leland, help me out here because you, you've been around this longer than I have. I, I came to Arkansas in 1999, so, Leland, you predate me by a good, you know, 100 years or so. But <laughs> Oklahoma, do they still play the two distinct different softball styles, slow pitch one part, one part of the year and fast pitch the other part of the year? Yes, they do, and it's opposite of the Arkansas schedule. And Rick, I think that's why Arkansas played slow pitch for so for a lot of years was they could get it was, games with Oklahoma was, at the same time. Yeah, well, it was started, part of it. it um, and and you're right, Cameron Smith was really the first guy that I knew in yeah, this area, yeah. and he was more or less teaching fast pitch uh, pitching in Oklahoma first because a lot of the girls from the Oklahoma side would go to him. And of course, as soon as Arkansas transitioned to the fast pitch game, then a lot of them were going to him over there. But he was really the first guy that I knew of that was the fast pitch guru in this area. Yeah, and I remember that too. I do remember that. Uh, And you're right, Rick, they have caught up. And now we're starting to see a few more girls each year sign with Arkansas, which, by the way, is ranked number five in the country. Yep. Uh, this week, and it's hosting a big three-game series, the final home series um, of, of the regular season this weekend against South Carolina, weather permitting, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, and and I see Wilderman at uh, Bentonville. Where she play? UCA? Yes. Uh, yeah, and I see her yeah. name in the paper. And then, so that's, that's uh, just more opportunities for these kids. Right. Still Haley Waycaser at, uh, at Florida State yes. and uh, different players like that. So, um, you know, and last night, you know, I know Arkansas is, is the they're, – they're the pinnacle of softball. And, again, Courtney Doffel, what a tr- 
tremendous job she has done there building this program. Absolutely. Ranked number five in the country. But UCA took them, you know, down the wire last night. So uh, Arkansas is very good, but there's a lot of really good softball programs in this state, and a lot of that is because of the high school softball and level, you know, that they play. Had a chance to see Benton play a few weeks ago against Bentonville, and uh, oh my goodness, you know yeah. they're they're the they're the pinnacle of, of high school softball yeah. in the state. But uh, it, it may be the highest quality sport that we have in could our be. area, and we're including we're including basketball in that in that conversation. Softball may be. You're right, Leland. You you, you may be right. Um, so that's what's going on in softball now. In the 6A West in softball, Bentonville has a one-game lead over Rogers going into tomorrow's big game at Rogers. Bentonville at Rogers. Now they are one and two, and then it drops off a, a little bit. Uh, actually, a significant bit. It drops off. Uh, it's pretty good. It's a couple of steps. It's like if I miss the top step, Ricky, which I might do, and have to catch myself on the third step. That's kind of the, the gap. Uh, but anyway, uh, and I won't tell you what kind of state I might have been in when, did, when I did that. But uh, So that's what's the 6A West. And the 5A, uh, Leland, how about Greenwood? I mean, they have they, – they, they're – man, they are uh, – they're coming on, and they won their ninth straight game yesterday. Uh, beat Alma in the first game of the doubleheader. Leland, I did not catch the score of the second game. They won the second game. I think it was um... – Gosh, I think it was five to nothing. Okay, uh, had a shutout win in the second game to win their tenth straight to keep the pressure on Van Buren, yeah. which still has a one-game lead. Uh, of course, you know they Van Buren had the one; they had two big wins at Siloam Springs yesterday, and they are still in first place, one game ahead of uh, Greenwood, and Van Buren closes with with Russellville. Uh, next week. Wow. And so the 5A West also very, very, very good. Um, we did not mention the 5A West baseball, which Leland, uh, again, who uh, Greenwood won two games yesterday, so they're in the mix. Um, how, how else is the 5A West? Van Buren um, is going to get in. Defending state champions, they're going to get in. But they're probably going to be a two-seed, right, Leland? Is that what it's looking like? Uh, probably. Now, um, Greenbrier and, um, and Mountain Home, Move their game, their doubleheader from yesterday to today because Greenbrier had a bunch of kids um, competing in track. Okay. So they did move their doubleheader to today. Gotcha. Um, and that's that's one and two right now. Van Buren and Greenbrier are tied on the lo- on the lost side. Gotcha. And Mountain Home is number three. Okay. Okay. Right now. Yeah. Uh, Russellville and Greenwood are still fighting it out for that spot, but depending on what Greenbrier does to Mountain Home today, that may push Mountain Home down. So it's pretty much a um, it's a five-team race for four in spot. the 5A West. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Keep in mind the 6A teams are six teams out of the 6A that go to the state tournament, but in 5A, only four. Only four get in. Uh, so that's what's going on with baseball. That's what's also going on with softball. So, Ricky, you – Saw a great game yesterday in soccer. We knew it was going to be a great game. Uh, Bentonville came in undefeated. Fayetteville came in as the defending state champions and on a roll. Fayetteville on a roll. Now Bentonville is still undefeated, but they got a little bit of a little bit of a mark on that. A little bit of a black mark on their record now. One over there and one in the other column that they didn't have before. You know what? I, I uh, 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 preached to the gospel of Herman Edwards, who said, "You play." to win the game. Play to win the game. But I couldn't have been more entertained by a 2-2 draw. This is Fayetteville and Bentonville. 
Bentonville looked like, uh, no, Fable looked like it was going to win the game. They was leading one nothing for the longest time. And then here comes Bentonville, and then Fable, then Bentonville again. So ended up a 2-2 draw. Um, our girl, Lauren Margery and Bertolato, Caroline Bertolato. I love to say that name yeah. right there. Um, Caroline Bertolato. Bertolato. Yes. I think that's Italian. I think but, so. Uh, they had the two goals for um, for Fayetteville, and Olivia Smith, okay. she's a big-time defender, and she had a penalty kick, and she got the tying goal with three minutes, three seconds to go to tie it up for Bentonville. I talked to both coaches. Both of them were, you know, in, in soccer you gain a point in the standings. Each team gets a Each point, team right? gets yeah. a point, okay. so it's not like, you know, we played three hours for nothing Yeah, and with the win, two points. So both of them had some uh, uh, real highlights. Uh, Bentonville, like you said, they're still undefeated right. or unbeaten. But not perfect. But not perfect. Not perfect. And Fable's got to be uh, pretty pleased with themselves yeah. to go up to Bentonville and come back with a draw in that game. But it really, uh, it really picked up in the second half. And, and uh, uh, the girl who scored oh, Olivia Smith on a header, so oh. I love to see that. Yeah. A couple of weeks ago, I saw my first bicycle. Oh, uh, really? Cycle? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. A, you know, a kid um, uh, from Bentonville. Yeah. Uh, just went. A bicycle kick is where you go into midair and you kick it backwards and you into the flip, goal. You actually flip right, or you, yeah, actually yeah. you flip o- almost flip over and kick it. Uh, while you line up, and it's got to be – that's hard to do. I've done that, Ricky. Oh. Not intentional. <laughs> I, I, I've done that you, with the you Sunday you, paper. You're, you're like the Pee Wee Herman yeah. uh, falling off his bike. There I meant you to do that. It was, on my icy, it was an icy day. I was coming down my driveway. My feet went out from under me, and I bicycle kicked the newspaper right back over my head. Oh, sweet. It was beautiful. You know, that's I should have got it on video. That's kind of skill. Yeah. Uh, you know what? And I'm not going to believe it until I do see it on video. <laughs> I'm like young people now. If, if it's not a video of yeah. it, I don't believe if it. If, no, if it no pictures, it didn't happen. That, it didn't happen. There you go. But they were the fantastic – I thought I'd never be entertained by a draw, a tie, but that was a, a pretty – and both teams got to uh, come out of that feeling pretty good about themselves. Uh, Fable had lost some kids last year from their state. They're defending state champions till somebody beats them, if somebody beats them in, you know, the state tournament. But uh, really a, a fantastic match last night that uh, both teams benefited from. Would not be a surprise to see them play again for the state championship yeah. uh, in Benton uh, the third week of, of May. Now, I, I, th- I know the central teams, they got some good teams down there as well. It's a long way to go, but yeah. – uh, uh, a good match last night. Good deal. Well, now, Ricky, what about the boys' side in the 6A West? How are, how are we looking over there? I think Fable's still on top. I didn't get to score. To, you, know, uh, you know, when you go to soccer, they play back-to-back, and that's a long day. I didn't quite stay around for the end of the board. But uh, Fayetteville, uh, I think they're still leading uh, the boys' division. And but Bentonville is always tough, and Rogers Heritage and, yeah. and some others. And don't Harvard. forget, and don't forget the two-time defending state champions in the conference. Springdale. There you yeah, go. absolutely. There you go. Uh, so that's what's going on. Also, Ricky, I saw this uh, today in the lower classifications. Looks like Farmington boys uh, they uh, improved eight. Looks like eight and one with three ties uh, last night with a win against Berryville and be the number two seed in their conference <coughs> tournament. And Shallow Christian. Uh, long time a powerhouse in 4A sock girls soccer kind of dipped down a little bit, but now it looks like they're back strong again, and they got a 1-0 win against Clarksville last night yep. to earn the number one seed yeah, on the yes. girls' side. Uh, so good for them, and uh, soccer is played 
4A, 5A, 6A uh, in this state. So uh, good luck to them. And, and Bob Farmington uh, is Coach uh, Fonville. He's an assistant football coach uh, over at Farmington. The other guy left, I'm sorry, I can't remember his name, and kind of took over. And Farmington had had uh, varsity soccer for maybe three, four years at right. most and uh, doing a real good job over there. And uh, I've finally, I'm finally whipping these guys into shape. Hey, we want to know about your team. Give me a call. Text me something. Yeah. And uh, especially this time of year. Yes. And yeah. uh, uh, Farmington, good job over there. And Shiloh Christian girls going down to Clarkfield, winning that game one nothing. To, uh, excellent win for them. Good, good, good. So, uh, Leland, I know we got some other big sports coming up. I know we have not talked about this a whole lot, uh, but the state, I guess we, I mean, we call it the state powerlifting meet. I mean, I guess that. That's state weightlifting. State weightlifting coming up. Uh, that's going to be at Lake Hamilton. Is that right? Yes. Okay. That will be on coming football, up when? On the football field. They'll have it outdoors. They'll have it outdoors. And I guess that's comma weather permitting. Okay. Um, I guess if it's if it's raining, they'll move it inside to the gym or something like that. But uh, anyway, this was an event, Ricky, like all the rest of them in 2020, that got you know shut down because of COVID. And it, it was it was in Alma for a long time, and uh, major props to Doug Lothridge, um, who was at that time the head football coach at Alma. There was a need for it because Leland, it had been held at Boonville in the past, or maybe maybe it was kind of spread around. Maybe I'm not sure. Do you, can you remember that? No, it was. It started out in Benton. This was uh, Benton. one of okay. uh, you know David Basil's okay. uh, you know brainchilds. Okay. Um, and it was held in Benton a few years, and then it moved to Russellville for a long time. Okay. Coach okay. kind of ran that. Okay. And, of course, when he got out of coaching, then it uh, it looked like it may flounder some. And, you know, Doug uh, Lockridge stepped in and grabbed it in Alma. And then they didn't, uh, of course, the last two years they haven't had one because of the COVID stuff. Right. And, uh, well, actually, Lake Hamilton stepped in last year and had it. So we're going to keep um, it going, yeah. So they uh, and and they're going to keep it now. It's uh, it's a there's a lot of volunteers. A lot goes into hosting this. Yes. Uh, yeah. This thing and it's uh, uh, fast paced and uh, it, it's one of my favorite events of the of the year. So yeah. I'm looking forward to that. That's on uh, Saturday, May the seventh at Lake Hamilton. Uh, I got a, Leland. I'm kind of tickled. It. I guess so. I I'm a Southern boy, so you kind of tickling me. The journalism. Uh, journalists coming out on you in you when you say and comma weather permitting and yeah. comma the punctuation and comma <laughs> those are important in writing and uh, but uh, now about the the weight powerlifting weightlifting or something these are kind of offshoots from uh, football yes. the coaches love them yes. and it's good for them to showcase their own events like in wrestling Excellent. You know, coaches love it when the offensive guards and the other guys, the fullbacks, go into wrestling, win state championship. Same here with powerlifting. They get the, uh, the, their own uh, day in the sun, uh, common weather permitting. And then uh, with the uh, wrestlers, too. So I'm glad that they uh, both get to uh, you know, show coach showcase their skills well and for the girls i think too. they love yeah. the i think they love the weightlifting because it gives them a target yeah. and instead of just hey you guys need to go lift today yeah this gives them a target of sure. you know hey the first week in may or the second week in may whatever you know it is you know hey this is something to shoot for and uh you know goals and, and purpose targets yeah. and things so yeah, they yeah. love that because after this 
they give them a little bit of time off. Well, not much because then spring football starts. So it's kind of, kind of this ends kind of the hard weight room stuff and kind of begins the transition into football. Right. Uh, And something else about the powerlifting, just like wrestling, uh, they compete in their weight class. Yes. So for, you know, 106-pound, you know, guy, 110-pound up to, you know, 300-pounder, they wrestle in their own division, in their own weight class. And uh, so this gives a lot more kids an opportunity uh, to compete for championships. Uh, also, it's a boys and girls sports, a co- you know, b- both. And so this gives, you know, those girls that want to get in there and, and you know, lift weights and, and, you know, that kind of thing. And I love that. Um, this gives them an opportunity. I would love to see this sport continue to grow yes. um, and become, you know, more and more uh, a bigger, bigger thing in the state. And so Leland's going to go down there and cover this meet for the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. He'll have a big story on it with the results, and we will make a big deal out of it, just like we did when it was in Alma for a couple of years. We mm-hmm. would go down there, send a photographer. So this will be the same thing. And, uh, Ricky, you know, I know you believe this. Leland believes this. I believe this. Everybody who does what we do for a living believes this. Whatever gets those kids off the couch and active, we we love it. We support and it. And you know what? And wait, you have to put your cell phone down too you do so that's yeah. another thing yeah yeah exactly so we we do love it and uh anything that gets those kids active and involved in something where they can experience success success uh is a great thing absolutely it's a great thing so that about wraps up today's show we uh we will be back next week and it'll be the final week of the regular season for all spring sports it'll be the final week for soft softball soccer baseball the state track meets will be coming up next week we have several of those going on. Uh, in fact, we have a, a track meet today. They moved. <laughs> didn't let us know, but that's okay. We, we're, <laughs> we, we were quick on our feet. They moved the 6A West Conference meet to this afternoon um, at Fayetteville. We found that out today, so we'll have coverage of that. Uh, but the state meets, and we have several of them up here in northwest Arkansas, including the 5A state meet in Van Buren, the 4A state meet in Harrison, and the 3A state track meet in Lincoln. So those are coming up next week, and so they're going to be here fast. And then uh, just a little bit down the road, we got the Heptathlon Decathlon coming up in Russellville. I believe that's the middle of May, the second week of May. And then I'm sorry, I'm sorry, that's Meet of Champions. And then Heptathlon Decathlon in Fayetteville coming up a little bit later in May, and that will wrap up the high school track season. So it's coming to a coming to a close, Ricky, for this school year. And uh, you know what a beautiful day to be outside today. And man, this is you know this is what we love. And and uh, uh, you know, let's let's uh, let's take it to the end. Absolutely, get out of here, support these kids. Leland, anything else you got uh, that we need to talk about? Well, the all-star basketball teams were announced today. Am I on the, am I, the am I on the team? And am of I? course, uh, Coach am Renner Reed from Lavaca and Coach uh, Reed from Greenwood are both head coaches in the all-star game. What team did I make? Am I on any of them? Huh. Um, you know, I I would have to look, but. Um, I, I look probably, he's not. Do I'm I need not to? There. I'm no. not on there. Dang. Now, well, when these games missed played? Again. Missed it again. That is June the 25th and 26th at UCA. And uh, we'll chalk this up, Ricky, in headlines you never thought you would see in the sports section. Naturals fall to sod poodles in series opener. Say that again. Naturals fall to sod poodles in series opener. I don't even know what a sod poodle is. 
But uh, apparently, they're in whatever, Amarillo, aren't they? Whatever it is, it's in Amarillo, yeah. and, and uh, I've heard of a prairie dog. Maybe that's an offshoot of a prairie dog. I think that's what it is. It's slang okay. for prairie dogs. Okay, there you go. Good deal. Um, so, Leland, that's all I got. Ricky, you got anything of, of, uh, of uh, any high level nah, of I got nothing. Got nothing. Got nothing. I got nothing. So, that'll wrap up this week's show again. We'll be back next week, and we'll wrap up the regular season. Maybe we'll have a winner in the 6A West, and we might just have to do thumb wrestle for it, Ricky. Might to, they may have to have a thumb wrestling. Thumb yeah. war. Yeah. Two, one, rock, two, scissors. three, four. I declare a thumb war. There How you about go. rock, scissors, paper? We could do that too. Rock, scissors, paper, lizard, Spock, like on uh, the Big Bang Theory. So that's it. We will catch you next week. Same bat time, bat, same bat channel. I'm Chip Souza for Rick Fires and Leland Barkley. We'll catch you next week. The Prep Rally Podcast is produced and directed by the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Find us on SoundCloud, Apple, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. 